Welcome to the Beauty and Battle podcast, where we talk about winning in marriage by waging a war. I'm Jason Benham. I've got my girlfriend slash wife, Tori Benham, with me, and we are here to talk to you about how Satan tries to get you to fight face-to-face with your spouse, but God designed you to fight shoulder-to-shoulder against Satan so that you can win in your marriage. Fighting together draws you together. We cannot wait to jump in. So here we go. So today we're talking about the helper specifically about the role of a wife in marriage. And I read Proverbs every single month. So I read a proverb a day and it's always at the end of the month, I'm reading Proverbs 31 or Mm -hmm. yeah, Proverbs 31 about the excellent wife. And I follow this theologian, his name is Skip Moen. And a lot of what I'm going to talk about today, uh, we have in our book and, and much of what I talk about, I learned from him and several other theologians, but he he was, he, he had a really good book on the role of a woman in a in marriage and she's called it's called the guardian and it is so powerful mm-hmm. and it just levels up what people think about when you hear the word helper suitable and and so we put that in our book and I realized we hadn't done a podcast on it so I wanted to make sure that we laid this down so that wives understood their identity which is so important and that husbands recognize the importance of their wives I love it. So, yeah, it's really, really, really fun. But before we get going, Tori picked out a special song. Was Is it a country song? I guess it would be considered country, yes, because yeah, Kane Brown is. is country. But it's it's called Thank God by Kane Brown and Caitlin Brown. So Kane Brown, you probably know of, but he sang this with his wife. Never knew that she, I never knew she could sing. And she has yeah. a beautiful voice and they sing it together. And I just, I love it. I think it's so good. So here's a little clip. All right. So thank God. That is the coolest line. Thank God for you. I don't know that I've heard that. Oh, it's so good. So thank God that your hand fits perfectly in mine. Yep. I was thinking of that the other day when we were holding hands at church. You heard that. We took Allie to a Kane Brown concert a couple years ago. I don't think that that he had that song then. Oh, that's right. It came out right after that. You're right. But yeah, he's he's really good. He's very talented. And I loved when he came out with that song with his wife. Oh, that's cool. And she's the cutest thing. She came out on stage with him. You could tell she was so nervous. I saw a thing and I was like, good for you. She put herself out there. She has a beautiful voice. And you could tell it was totally out of her comfort zone. And I just, I love that they did it together. Can you imagine how tough that would be for her? Yeah. I mean, Kane Brown is like legit. Right. And, and she's got to like come out. Of she's never of people. sang before. She's not really a singer, but she totally can. And wow. yeah, it was very cool. That That's awesome. Well, let's dive in and talk about the helper. Because obviously Kane Brown's wife was a pretty good help there with that song. Yeah. Um, and like I said, reading Proverbs 31 and, and the, a lot of the scripture uh, versions title Proverbs 31 as the excellent wife. But Skip Moen, this theologian I was telling you about earlier, he was talking about how the Hebrew word that refers to the wife does not mean excellent. Okay, It doesn't even mean virtuous. What the real Hebrew word means for that wife in Proverbs 31 is valiant. She's a valiant wife. And this reminded me, when I was reading this, this reminded me of what we wrote in our book about the wife being a helper suitable. So if you've got our book, Beauty and Battle, you'll have this. So I'm going to read some excerpts from our book. And then just talk about this, because I think it is so incredibly important for wives to understand their identity. 
Okay. You're not just some uh, help meet, you know, like that just, even the word, it's like, what? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's, has some Latin Greek, it's, it's the right word or whatever, whatever. It's not, you're just, you're not just an assistant for your husband, you know, and your husband's got to recognize your importance. When God provided Eve, she wasn't simply an assistant for the job. Yeah. Adam had all the animals for that. Right. He didn't need an assistant. Okay. What Adam needed was someone who would fulfill a much more important role and and to discover what that role is. We got to go look back at the Hebrew meaning of helper suitable. Okay, so you remember in Genesis 2.20 tour where it said, so the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. So Adam is doing his job, mm-hmm. but he's alone. And I can think when he's naming the animals, he's seeing a bear come up. Because, you know, the Lord just miraculously, the same way he did it with the with Noah in the ark, he brought the animals to him. So I'm sure the Lord marched the animals in front of Adam. And the bear, it always came in two. Mm-hmm. One bear, two bears. The horse comes in two. Yeah. You know, the giraffe comes in too. And it's like, well, all these animals have a counterpart. I don't have a counterpart. Mm. So then at the end of that verse, it says, but for Adam, no suitable helper was found. Mm. No helper suitable was found, which means if something wasn't found, what's that mean? He's looking. He's looking. So God had to show Adam that he lacked something before he brought his wife to him. Mm. Men, you better stay in that posture right there, that you lack so much of what you need if you're not bringing your wife into everything that you're doing. Yeah. Everything that you're doing. Right? I mean, I'm just telling now you'll you'll find out why here in just a, a little bit. So Adam was looking. Here's the key. God plus Adam equals not good. So God is not all you need. But God plus Adam plus Eve is good. Okay? So you were not made to go it alone. You're meant to be with others. Now it doesn't mean that everybody has to get married. Right. But it does mean you have to be in community. So God gave Adam a wife, a helper suitable. The Hebrew word for helper is ezer. This is where I get into some of Skip Moen's stuff, which is just fascinating to me. This word ezer, which is helper, it carries several meanings. Among them is um, this, quote, first cut from a person. Mm. So you remember how Eve was made? Yeah. We'll talk about that in just a second. She wasn't made from the dust. She was made from his rib. Mm -hmm. So she was first cut from a person. And then it means this. First weapon of defense. Wow. The first weapon of defense. So God's word choice to describe the woman indicates she's man's first line of defense. Wow. An equal partner equipped with a special function to help him in the fight against her common enemy. Because hmm. what we need to realize is Satan was in the garden and he never presented himself to Adam when Adam was alone. He waited until Adam had Eve and then he tried to divide them, right? So Adam Adam had no idea that Satan was going to try to attack him and and take his authority because Adam had authority over the garden. And then obviously that authority transferred to Eve as well. So both of them had authority over the garden and God knew that the attack was coming. So he gives Adam a a spouse, Eve. Okay. And God's plan to fortify Adam against the looming attack of Satan was Eve as the helper. Hmm. So without her, he's unequipped for the fight, but here's where the story gets a little bit crazy. Okay. The same word that God uses to describe Eve as helper, the the easer, the E-Z-E-R, that same word he uses to describe himself 17 times in Scripture. Wow. And in about half of those occurrences, it's used to characterize God's relationship to Israel. So God is the helper to Israel Mm. in the same way that the wife is helper to uh, the husband. 
So David in Psalm 46, one, he captures this. Check this out. It's a, he says this, God is our refuge and strength, a very, a very present help in time of trouble. Same word that God used to describe Eve back in Genesis 2. So for Eve to be the helper was for her to play the same role with her man as God played with Israel. Wow, that's strong. That is strong, okay? <laughs> she was to help him in time of trouble, which meant that trouble was brewing because we know that Satan is here on the earth. She's a warrior. That's exactly right. Uh, and in the context of the garden, Satan was going to come against them. He's planning his attack. So God was fortifying against it. He gave Adam the helper he needed to fight and win the battle. Now, if you're in a tough spot and you have to ask someone from, for help, who's in the position of strength in that moment? The, one, the helper. The helper, yeah. The, see, right there. Now, we're thinking, oh, man, we're all strong. We're all this. No, no, no. You understand. God gave us the helper where our wives have an aspect of strength that we don't have as men. Well, how did it work that way? Well, because when God created Eve, he didn't make her like he made Adam. Mm. So God created Adam by taking the dust of the ground, right? And he forms him. Then God puts, when it comes time to, to make Eve, God puts Adam to sleep and he removes a part of his body. So here's the, here's the key. Before Eve was created, the word Adam in Hebrew means mankind. So mankind was in one body. After Eve was created, when you hear you see the word Adam, the Hebrew means this male. Hmm. So before Eve, he was mankind. After Eve, he was just a male, which meant when God put Adam to sleep and he removed his rib from him, what God did was he separated feminine from masculine. He separated mankind, now no longer in one body. He put them into two bodies. And that's why God then says, the two shall become one. Hmm. It's like God separated what was once one so they could become one by choice. And now there's relationship, and that's the perfect image of God. Wow. So God removed the feminine aspect of mankind from one body, Mm -hmm. put it into another body, called her female. Mm -hmm. Then God left the masculine aspect of his nature in the male. But now Adam didn't have an aspect of his nature anymore. It was now found in another body. So there's a feminine aspect. And what is that feminine aspect? The helper, yeah. the valiant. So good. Right? If you ever wondered what you were created for, you were created for relationship. Yes. And this verse just makes it very plain. Man. God separated to bring us back through relationship. Yeah. He wants relationship. Yeah, he does. And this is a truth bomb for wives. And I'm excited for you guys to hear this. I was really excited to put it into my book when I started learning these things. And I'm like, I had no idea the Hebrew for helper suitable was Mm. this strong. Okay, we haven't even got into suitable yet. We'll get into that in just a second. But practically, the helper looks like this. Uh, Women typically are sensors. Men are solvers. Mm -hmm. The sensing is the feminine aspect of God's nature. The solving is the masculine aspect of God's nature. Mm. The two of us together, you sense, I solve. You sense, I solve. It doesn't mean that I can't sense. Right. And it doesn't mean that you can't solve. But it means primarily we do have roles. Mm-hmm. So That complement each other. Yes. This is why Adam blamed Eve and God. He's like the woman you gave me. So he's blaming both of them for the sin. He was essentially saying, listen, I don't have the ability to sniff things out as I used to. So when she was talking with the serpent, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Like she sensed something, you mm-hmm. know, like, and so he's blaming even God. Now, 
he still ate the fruit. He still did the very thing God told him not to. So he forsook his responsibility. And of course, he handed his authority to Satan in that moment. And so Adam should have been a better leader in that moment said, nope, we're not going to do this. But the helper nature of your wife, if, if you're a husband listening to this, so for me, the helper nature of Tori can sniff things out long before I know what's going on. Mm. But here, here's the problem. You as the wife, you don't always know what you're sniffing. Mm-hmm. You just know you're sniffing something. Right. You're sensing something. You know something is up. Mm-hmm. Now, if the husband can then pay attention to what she's sensing, even though she can't explain it, mm-hmm. and you wait patiently until she gets clarity, it's always going to pay off. Yeah. Because it's called a Christian walk. That's why God doesn't always give your wife clarity yep. when she senses something because he wants you to slow down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he, he'll give her clarity in time. Right. Right. Just, just wait. But if you jump out there and do the thing because you're the man and you're the solver, I promise you it will end up in lots of lost money and frustration, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so broken true. relationships, the whole bit. So good. But now Eve's role went further than even just the easer, which is the helper. Mm. Okay. She's the helper suitable. Okay. And what this, some translations say help meet. I don't like that phrase just because it's not quite as powerful as what I learned here with helper suitable. The Hebrew phrase for helper suitable is easer connecto. Mm. And it, it really means help opposite. So it's an odd phrase and it's the only time that it's used in scripture. Okay. Right Interesting. here. The helper suitable. Eve brings the tension necessary to not only help Adam, but also keep him accountable. Mm. So it's help opposite. She's the perfect helper when he obeys God and the perfect enemy if he doesn't. Mm. So, wow. I mean, how about that? You're an ally if you're obeying God. The wife is an ally if the husband's obeying God and living yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But she is an enemy Wow. if he's not obeying God and living right. Mm. And that's the way God made her. Wow. Without that tension, there's no power in your relationship. It's like stringing up only one side of a bow and arrow. The tension has to be there if you want the arrow to fly. Yeah. You know, God placed us in the context of battle. We know that because Satan was on the earth and Satan's coming after us. It's a spiritual struggle and we're meant to fight and win, but we can't do it alone. We need each other. We need the tension that only a divinely constructed counterpart can bring. And this is where the woman comes in. In Psalm 27, 4, it says, like arrows... In the hand of a warrior, so are the children in one's youth. So it says, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, it's basically saying that as a married couple, you're the bow, your kids are the arrows, and you guys are the help, like the wife is the help opposite. Mm. And it that tension is what God created to make you guys a powerful couple. Wow. So that's it. That's all I got. And I was like, Tor, so I want good. I want to do a podcast on this. I love that. That's for so the women good. out there. Thank you for researching that and doing that. Cause that <laughs> is so strong. And I think it's so empowering to women. I, I think that there, you know, you, you see that there are women that kind of swing, you know, I think, you know, my my I think back to my like grand grandmother and grandfather, that generation, you know. Yeah. And it was very much like the the woman was the help meet and they, yeah. they get my meal for me. Serve the yeah, serve husband, me. wait like hand over foot, right? Yeah. And then I think, you know, it's kind of swung the other direction in some yeah. ways where it's like, I will not do anything for you. You you, you do, you it, do yourself. it yourself, right? But it's like 
if we can come to this place where we really see each other as compliments yeah. and that God created us in the, in this position of strength, like yes. both in this, it just puts us in a position of strength when you yeah. look at it through that lens that you just, that you were able to communicate just now. It's, it's really strong. Yeah. And you know what? This does not abdicate the man's role as leader in the relationship. God created Adam first. He brought Eve along, gave an aspect of his nature to Eve that he no longer gave to Adam. And, uh, but yet it's still Adam who is the leader. So when Eve ate the fruit, she turned around and gave it to Adam who got in trouble. Adam. God came down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he dealt with Adam first, right? Cause it's like <laughs> yeah, her favorite part. Yeah. And, and then that brought pain. So, but it doesn't have to be like that. So that right there, if you're a woman listening to this, this should encourage you. Mm-hmm. It should make you feel like you are Mulan, you know, <laughs> like God created you to be strong and powerful, and and uh, and, y- and yet mm-hmm. at the same time uh, submitted. And when I, what I mean by that is the the mutual submission of a husband submitting to the wife, and the wife submitting to the husband on that foundation of mutual submission. Mm-hmm. We still recognize we're in a battle, and in a battle we have roles, mm-hmm. and the man is leader. But if a man recognizes how the 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 identity that God has given to his wife, then he will make sure that he honors her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a, it is good, dual leadership yeah, right exactly. there. A good leader is going to to pull out the strengths yeah. of those following, and it it it's exactly it looks right. very different than. And what I mean by the man is leader, it basically means the man's going to get his head chopped off. So he's the one going in and get his head chopped off, not the woman. Like Whatever that. that means. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so fun. Sending you first. Thank you. Um, okay. So recipe. Um, last week we talked about the the healthy mayonnaise, super easy in a mason jar. And I told you that I would share um, a healthy Caesar dressing recipe. It is so good. You guys, you have to make that mayonnaise first so that you have the good um, uh, olive oil mayonnaise. You're not using any seed oil. And then, um, you can make this, this, um, Caesar dressing, um, in a blend. I used a ninja, one of the, like a ninja chopper. I think it's called. It's one of those little like food processors. If you have like a small food processor, this is super easy. You just kind of throw everything in to it and blend it up and it's delicious. I'll share the recipe on, um, Jason Tori Instagram. For you guys, um, Jason loves anchovies. Oh, and gosh, it yeah. started from Caesar dressing. He had no idea, and neither did I, that Caesar dressing is made with anchovies. And sometimes they'll throw some on the side. And Jason now requests every time he has a Caesar dressing, a side of anchovies. And anchovies are really good for you. If you get, yeah, the, they are. If you get the ones that aren't in added oils or just, at, just in olive oil, they're actually really high in protein, really good for you. And they're really good for your breath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About that. About that. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, but you're going to need a lot of fresh Parmesan cheese, some garlic, lemon juice, Dijon mustard, and um, a, a box, or not a box, like a, what is it called? They're in like a tin, a tin yeah. of um, anchovies. And you can have yourself some elite Caesar dressing. Elite. I like it. That's my that's my boy's favorite word. How, how was that meal? Elite. elite. It was elite. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. This was fun talking about the powerful role of the helper. Hopefully, hopefully you liked it. So, thanks for hanging with us. Don't forget rate, review, subscribe. If you haven't gotten our new book, our newest book, uh, Marriage A to Z, go on Amazon. 
get that sucker. 30 days. Tori's actually going back through it and I we're do, it. we're doing it. It's a fun book. It's so funny because we were in a walk the other day and the Lord totally spoke to me through one of the pages of our own book. And yeah. I was like, Heal your heart. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I went through the steps. He's like, man, we've been talking about this for a long time. I'm like, yeah. I know, but it works. It works. <laughs> it works. It's funny when you write something, you actually kind of sometimes forget what you wrote, but all right. Good job, Tor. Thanks for using our book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Peace.